You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Making Waves. Welcome, everyone, to Making Wave, the Ship Rocked podcast. And tonight, to end off our, well, very interesting year of 2020, we have, well, there's no other word to put it, Ship Rocked legends, the Swedes. The so, Swedes! Yeah, there you go. If you, guys, if, you guys, <laughs> if you guys have been on Ship Rock before, you're very well familiar with them. They are a gangly bunch of beautiful people from Sweden. Uh, they usually wear their uh, very proud yellow and what is that blue? What color blue is that? Royal? Yeah, it's yeah. royal blue. Royal blue jerseys. And if you don't see the jerseys, well, you can always tell us them because A, they tend to be the loudest and B, drink the most. But all in good fun. And they drink responsibly because, quite honestly, there's not enough booze on the ship to get them drunk. So, yeah. And uh, But, listen, it's, it's a real joy to bring you guys on because, uh, as we were talking before we started here, is you guys are just as intrinsic now to this cruise as any of the artists we bring on. And that's no disrespect for them. It's like Ship Rock is built around a community of, of the people that come aboard. And you guys are there year in, year out. And it just kind of, like, turns the level up a little louder, a little brighter. And there's nothing happier than being on that stage and seeing you guys up on the second level with your flags. And I'm like, man, it feels like a fucking European festival up in this motherfucker. So <laughs> thank you. I would appreciate it so much. So I, I'm going to let Chad talk for a little bit because I know he's got some questions as we both do. But guys, welcome. Thank you. Uh, the time change is a little crazy, but uh, we wanted to make this happen because we guys we love you guys so much. So uh, once again, thank you. And we'll have Chad. Oh, and by the way, my name is Justin. And I'm Chatty Daddy. Yeah, there we go. We forgot that part because we're so excited to have you. Oops. Anyway, Oopsies. welcome to Making Waves, guys. Thank you very much. Thank you. You guys look incredible as usual. As Justin mentioned, you can spot you out at a crowd every time Wilson's played, like not only just a ship, but we've been somewhere in the world where like there's Swedes from the, the ship. They're wearing their jersey, and I can spot them in the in the festival lineups all of the time. I don't, I'm trying to think of the was that Rock on the Range that some of you guys came to a few years ago. Was there like a set of those uh, festivals? Like you know, there's a month of the loudest month of nope. Okay, in my face, eggs on me. When we were in Sweden, though, when we played there with um, the uh, with the hailstorm, was a hailstorm and nothing more that we saw you guys. We stayed at your house, right? Yeah. I remember uh, looking out into the crowd and feeling really nervous simply because we're in a different, um, you know, a different country. We're around people we don't know and we don't speak the native tongue. And we I just I saw your your guys's jerseys. I saw the the room and and, and it was instantly I felt like I was at home back on the ship. And um, do you guys the biggest question I have is like, do you guys feel that energy outside of the ship? Like, do you guys travel in the packs? to the, the festivals in Sweden or Norway and people are like, what's up? It's you guys. Or is this like basically baked upon our culture of ship rock? Mostly it's ship rock 
it's it's only on Shiprock, really. Really? We, so you guys, I know. Uh, I just imagine you like walking through the town where you're at with those <laughs> with those sweet jerseys on. Like, all right, yeah, we get <laughs> no, it. No, no, <laughs> no, you don't do that. Yeah, I think that you're a hockey player. And, uh, yeah. Hey, dude, you you forgot your skates. <laughs> You guys always have interesting costumes too, outside of just the jerseys. Like right now, Michael, you, who, those who can't see because they're listening, Michael's wearing—I don't even know what that headgear is—but you okay, always pull something crazy out of your head. It's, it's like a beaver with horns. Is there a real yeah. beaver? Yeah, uh, that's what she said. <laughs> when she's <laughs> the joke that was coming. <laughs> yeah, that, you knew that was. He left yourself wide open, brother. That's what she said. Uh, <laughs> it's so good. Sorry. Do you guys just pick him at random, or what do you when you when you plan to go on the ship, for instance? What do you? How many suitcases are full of like what you're gonna wear, like your necessities, toothbrushes, that shit? And how many suitcases are full of like surprises? One. One. Yeah. Well, usually we pack light because it's expensive hang- having extra luggage while flying. So we pack with uh, real care to get everything in. Yeah. So you're only taking one suitcase. So it's all gags, is what you're saying. The whole you have one 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 shirt yeah. and all gags. Yeah. Yeah. We we all go commando on ship rock yeah. because we can't <laughs> put the underwear into the. Trunks. Yeah. Plus, you're, you're, you're probably soiling them most of the time, anyways. You know, that's not that, and that's actually kind of an absolute truth because I last time I saw you, Mike, on when I was kind of not working on the ship for a moment, I was talking to Wayne Summers, and you came up and you're just walking around like shirtless. And I, I assume you had bottoms on, you had a towel wrapped around it, and your famous little fish slippers. Yeah. And I'm thinking that's probably what he packed right there is what he packed. Yeah. <laughs> And they always look funny at me when I when I enter the airport in Sweden with my fish slippers only and a towel. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> oh, that must be nice. You can do that at your airports there in Sweden? Uh, yeah, right now because everything is closed. So They're just happy to have the business. <laughs> let, me, let me ask you guys, and it's a question I've never bothered to even ask you guys because I just didn't. I was like, how the hell did you guys find us to begin with? How did you find it? Yeah. It started. I, I found it because uh, I read about a cruise named Motley Cruise back in 2009. Yeah, that was our first thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I read about it, but that that cruise has already been. Mm-hmm. And then someone in the forum wrote like it's almost the same bands as Shiprock. So I looked up Shiprock. What's that? And I went first time 2009. And that basically with sold you. you. Yeah. Yeah. Who was with yeah. you at that point? No, that, that was uh, me and Nicholas, uh, tall, one of the tall Swedes. Okay. Yeah. We were only two the first time. Then Michael so, and Sandra jumped on in 2014. Yeah, and then I was I was actually looking for uh, for a concert with Five Finger Death Punch mm-hmm. somewhere else than Sweden. Okay. And online, and uh, then I found, oh, they're playing on a boat? What is this? And then... Uh, it was sold out. This was uh, 2014. It was sold out. So I emailed, asked for, and then I emailed, and then I emailed. And after, I think, 10 emails, they told me, if you never email us again, you will <laughs> ever, you will get us caught on the boat. <laughs> I'm kind of a stubborn guy. <laughs> Is that no, real? I, Is that real? Yeah. That's a real story? That's hilarious. Not so. And, uh, and we'll list you on if you don't reach out again. 
yeah. <laughs> and uh, actually, me and Sandra, we we didn't know anyone on the boat at all. We didn't even know this guy. No, no. Well, can I ask what? you how long did it take you guys to acclimate once you got on the boat and then become best friends with like everyone on it? Maybe what twenty minutes? Uh, Fifteen. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, you guys are pretty quick, pretty quick yeah, study. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's no. So let me ask you: as you kept going to the cruise, and then you'd go back, it would kind of multiply every year as you came back. How did you convince people to start coming along with you? Oh, just telling everybody it's an it's an awesome cruise. Yep. You have to go. Yep, you have to go. You have to come because this is awesome. Yeah. And then yeah, people just say, yeah, yeah, why, why, why not? And people start hanging on, hanging on. <laughs> Yeah, we we share like we share on Facebook whatever we do, and people mm-hmm. get kind of interested in in what we do. Yep. That's uh, how we found, or actually Natalie okay. found us. Yeah, yeah. The blonde girl, uh, she's been on three years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, okay. she followed us secretly on Facebook for like two or three years. Yeah, something like that. She stalked you. Yeah, yeah. She, had her, she, she had like a catfish profile going on or something, or what yeah. do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> and then finally, yeah. Uh, we we, we uh, went on a on a cruise ship in Sweden. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we we had the jerseys on, and she saw no, us. No, 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 we, no, we were t-shirt. taking pictures with the shipwreck flag. Yeah, yeah. that's it. okay. Yeah, it's uh, it's funny because now you guys have over what 21, 22 people with you. I can't get a friend to go see a movie with me, but you guys can convince people to go halfway across the world in this big gang to go on the ship for five, six days. It's amazing. So, and then you guys always kind of extend your trip, right? You kind of go elsewhere in the States and travel around some, right? Yeah, we try to, try to. Okay. Yeah. Might as well take advantage of that. Yeah. Because going for like a week, it's too short with the mm -hmm. time difference and everything. So it's good to get at least two weeks in to do something else and really settle into the time difference. And then, have a really rough time when you get back. Yep. Yeah, yeah, really fuck your body up. I, yeah. I love yeah. it. This, that's a sweet way. What do you guys do when you get off the ship? I'm just curious. Like, what's what's like last year's plan? Um, before did you do stuff before the ship, or did you stay here after the ship? And, and what kind of activities did you really get into? Last year we went to uh, Universal Orlando. Universal Orlando. Orlando. Yeah. Okay. And so you went from New Orleans to Florida, or you flew into Florida and then flew from Florida to New Orleans? No, we rented cars. You, oh, you yeah. drove from New Orleans to yeah. Florida. Yeah. We, we oh, had that's a incredible. It was a Panama City Beach yeah. one yeah. night. Yeah? You see any, yeah. you see any titties? <laughs> no, it, it was actually raining. I'm just waiting to see what happens. It was so cold. The ladies leave the room and they're like, dude, we saw so many titties. It was great. <laughs> I decided their wives are be their their wives are right behind. If you're looking, if you because you can't see this, there's the, the two gentlemen are sitting right forward in front of the, the camera and their wives are right behind them. And I'm watching, I watched their re- reaction as I said, you guys see any titties? And their wife's like, did you see any titties, honey? Would you like to talk about that at all? Well, well actually, I think Michael did. Oh, you did? Yeah. I took a shower. Nice. <laughs> oh, man, that's a good one. What, what you we don't see on camera is also that the Sandra is holding a knife behind the, so we don't say anything inappropriate. I love well, that. Well, I mean, we could counterpoint that and say, ladies, did you guys see any sweet wang while you were there? there yeah. yeah. <laughs> sweet wang. 
<laughs> it's a flavor of hot wings, I feel like. <laughs> oh, now it's getting hot in the room. Okay. Yeah, okay. he's like, uh, <laughs> too much wang talk. Yeah, you're talking about wang and, yeah. and hot. Yeah. <laughs> wang, wang, wangs and titties. Just out of pure curiosity, with the amount of times you get on, been on, has there been one year that's really stuck out as far as like, I'll ask two two ways. One year, how it's stuck out musically wise, like what 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 cruise did you enjoy the most? And secondly, as far as like your activities and what you did with the community and friends you made, which one kind of stuck out for you? Ooh, that's a tricky one. I think it's the first, the first one for me. The with the best best must have been when you gave came on with for five finger death punch. Yeah, yeah, that was an awesome lineup. Twenty fourteen was an yeah. awesome awesome lineup. Yeah, you had Tremonti, Butcher Babes, uh, Five Finger, yeah. one more, uh, Wilson, of course. Oh yeah, we were on that. That was the first <laughs> ship we did. Yeah. And and the yeah. Fu- the funny thing is, uh, me and Sandra, we didn't we didn't know about Wilson at all. Mm-hmm. But we, did, know, we didn't uh, know about you guys. So. Yeah, but you know, uh, you know, Ola. I'm insulted. Ola. <laughs> uh, yeah. We met him. He was running in the hallway, and we were like, "Where, where are you going?" I'm going to watch a Wilson show. You have to join us. So we, we went with him, with him and uh, that was the first uh, Wilson show for us. And it was oh, wow. outstanding. So, see, that's part of the culture. Justin and I talk about this a lot. And it's interesting because we usually talk about it with the, with like a band member, right? That's on the, on, on, the, on the show. We never really get to sit down and talk to the fans specifically about these moments when you're finding new talent so i'm sure that olia had no idea who wilson was either he was maybe just heard about somebody else going to see us what, what is that do you find yourself spending a lot of time on the ship listening to the new bands that you maybe have never even heard of or only heard their name and hadn't heard any music like what's your what's your goal when you get on the ship besides partying as far as music consumption is concerned I'm, I usually look up for the bands before and listen to them on Spotify and see which ones I like, and I aim to see those bands. That's how I do it. I think we're yeah. Yeah. I'm 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 the same. Uh, I'm really into the small bands. Like uh, the first time we saw Hyro uh, Hyro the, the Hero, never heard of him, but awesome yeah. live, and yeah. uh, like the first Chip Rock. Uh, didn't know what who what the band Tremonti was all about and they're one of my favorites still so you find you find a lot of really cool bands that you wouldn't have known if you didn't go on Shiprock yeah which also asks the question so you guys obviously do a lot of research before you go on and there's been times when you've listened to a band and you don't have to name names gone well I'm not really into this band but then you go on the ship and inadvertently see them and go holy shit this yeah. is oh, actually, really actually, really good the first time in 2014, I've listened to uh, Five Finger Death Punch on Spotify. I thought this is way too hard for me. This is not my kind of music. And then they so opened- the guy with the Pantera hat on. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Welcome uh, home. And then, boy. Uh, then they, they just blew me away. They the first set they did on that boat that was awesome. Was that the one on the deck stage there? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was great, great. And, that was a great performance. Boat pulled out. I mean, that was the most amazing thing. That Which was that? that oh, was the sail away. Yeah. Yeah, the sail away, and that was just when the boat pulled out from the docks. Mm-hmm. Because in later years, that 
that first band has come on so much later, but that was so magical. Just feeling this boat starting moving and the band came on at the same time. Yeah, that's a coveted spot to get is be the first band to play on the deck stage as we're pulling out because the sun's starting to go down. It's really atmospheric. Yeah. Everyone in the damn boat's on that stage deck watching. So it's like you got to have your A game on right away as a band. Yep. Or you so, just got to know a lot of dick jokes to be dick. Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to get through this. Boy, they're funny. <laughs> yeah. Everybody get really, through. They really want to, to hear the first sound because they have to uh, go through the, the mustard drill. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you got to learn to make those a party, too, which you guys, everyone does at this point. You know, it's a drag, but it's got to be done. So, okay, I'm going to reverse my question asking about your favorite n- – time with this community was there a certain theme night over all the ones we've ever done that you went fuck yeah that one ruled i dressed properly for this i'm into it what which one was that you could have so four separate answers if you want doesn't have to be one collective for me it was uh, the clown night what yeah. uh, clown clown night where we just like a circus clown yeah circus yeah circus okay circus yeah and can i ask you why that was your favorite it's because I, I looked really scary and I scared the shit out of Kate and Chris and a lot of people. And uh, I thought that was really fun. Okay. The only problem I had was going to the bathroom because I realized there was no zipper on the front of my costume. So what'd you do? Yeah. Tell us about it. That, that's the end. Tell that's, <laughs> no, tell us everything. No Leave it there. Leave it there. There's no more story. <laughs> Mm, I, I think there is the whole day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pear, how about you, bud? Actually, I, I've, I've never been into those theme nights at all. I just okay as myself. But last year we uh, we did a triple the, the yeah. Yeah. threesome threesome night. I hear that's a lot. Uh, that happens a lot on the cruise. However, do tell. We had uh, pink flamingo suit song. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> And oh, actually, that's perfect. Yeah. Bubbles. Yeah. What is this? Yeah. What is Those it? Those bubbles. They were on me, and I was wearing a skirt. Oh, that I do boss. remember. Yes, I do remember it. And we have plenty of photos. I just, I've always been afraid to post those for some reason. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just post away. Oh, you might not. What the hell? What could happen to me? I'll survive 2020. Shit. Yeah. Well, hey, 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 hey. There's still yeah, another just, dead, bud. That's God. We were, we were standing on uh, on the side of the stage in, in our flamingo suits, and RJ came up. And he was like, oh, man, that's awesome. So he had uh, his girlfriend taking pictures of us. Yeah. Because he was wearing something similar. I was going to say, RJ in 2021 is now going to be dressed like a flamingo, and he has you to blame. So there you go. He found his new costume. <laughs> uh, ladies, how about yourselves? What did you guys enjoy the most as far as dressing up? Actually, I have to say our Teletubbies night. Because that one... Yeah. I, I have never been so sore in my stomach from laughing as I was after Teletubbies night. <laughs> can can you uh, pray tell why? What was so funny about that evening? <laughs> because it was just. See, is this an inside oh, joke? Was ridiculous, <laughs> and uh, oh. everyone we met was so happy to see us. It was. <laughs> well, yeah, their childhoods came running back at them. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, there's actually uh, same problem with those 
suits. Uh-huh. Uh, there was no no possible way of peeing without taking them off. Yeah. So me and Claudio, we went into the male's men's room and we had to strip down each other. And we were standing on top of each other, stripping these costumes off. Mm. And he said, have fun, boys. And he took another back. He's like, big gulps, eh? See you later. Maybe it happened to be in Madeline for some reason. I don't know. I have a question, and it's pretty. It's pretty. It's something that usually Justin asks the, the talent, actually. But if you don't mind, Justin, you know, I'm taking this away from you. I don't know what you're going to ask. So fire away. <laughs> what got you guys into? The, we talked about how you got to the ship, but before yeah. getting to the ship, there's a long linear line, I would assume, of how you came to love what is rock and roll, and why you're even looking for fun on a ship. And albeit it might be like you said the five finger death punch outside of the country thing, but even before five finger death punch, right? What really, what really cemented the love of rock and roll for for you? And I would like to hear all four of your answers because I'm assuming they're different. Unless you're just like Pantera, 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 <laughs> then we can move on. <laughs> M- Michael, you want to start? Who wants to go first? You start. I can start. say. That's uh, money, um, more of the people are sharing. No, no, no. Uh, um, the pair and Niklas go on the cruise, and mm-hmm. I go not with them. So you don't like rock and roll at all? Uh, <laughs> of course, I don't. <laughs> of course I, just, I, I mean, <laughs> was there a band? What was the first crew, band? And I uh, go not with them, and uh, I got it for a photo. So that was the band gotcha. that led you into to rock and roll and metal, Five Finger. Okay. Yes. All right. All right. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm a little bit older. Uh, first, no, I'm not. I'm just older. Uh, first, uh, 22 to me, bud. <laughs> First metal concert, uh, Iron Maiden, 1982. Peace of mind. Okay, tour. there you go. Yeah. Okay. And well, that right. Yeah. That, after that, it's uh, been yeah metal all the way. It's really so hard though with bands like that because the bar is already set like right the fuck here, right out of the gate. Like, how do I? Yeah. So yeah, so. But you always find like new bands, and I still love Iron Maiden, of course. Sure. Go to all the yeah. shows, but yeah, it's. It's widened. It's the Slayer. It's Testament. It's uh, Swedish metal bands. Like which I'm going to get back to you. At, which I got to yeah, get back to you in a second about, uh, and, and not the bands we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about someone you guys are always talking about. Anywho, uh, pair who, who got you into all this stuff instead of going into like jazz or country and western? What got you into rock and roll or metal? Thanks. Wow. Well, uh, it, 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 it all started in the teenage years, really. Sure. You started listening to uh, like Guns N' Roses, Metallica, Iron Maiden, Slayer, and then it just evolved. And then you wanted to see the bands live, and and here we are. We love rock and roll. We love metal. Love metal. So, so you say? Would you say that like Metallica is like the first band that kind of put you in this direction? Actually, I, I would say Guns N' Roses. Okay. Would be my start. 
Well, one so of my first albums they, was uh, Appetite for Destruction. Yeah. I was going to say, when they dropped Appetite, that's when you say, this is I Found My Path. Yeah. All right. That was me. You're like, I also, too, am hungry for destruction. This means a lot to me, guys. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's a buffet. <laughs> How are you? So I always had a lighter approach to rock. Like I was more like Bon Jovi and uh, that kind of music. Sure. Um, but then I met Michael and I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> the wheels came off. Yeah. Yes, you were. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, um, his love of metal rubbed off on me. Uh, Actually, when we met, uh, I was barely listening to anything else than Prince. And he was barely listening to anything but Metallica. And Queensryche, actually. Yeah, but mostly, mostly Metallica. Yeah. So um, I started sharing my Prince with him, and he started sharing Metallica with me. And well, I think we kind of merged in a way there. Uh, and that's why I, the way I found my way into the more heavy kind of hard rock, heavier than Bon Jovi, of course, <laughs> or Europe. And vice well, versa, that's how Michael got into Bon Jovi, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, actually into Prince. No, actually, I, I, love, I love the Bon Jovi balance because that's the way you get, you know. You get the chicks. Yeah. The yeah, sweet yeah. wang. Yeah, the sweet wang and the, yeah, <laughs> and a Panama City and titties. It's funny. Uh, it's funny though. You guys talk about it because when we talk to like someone like Burton Bell from Fear Factory, you think Fear Factory. You know, his first love of music came from Air Supply. That was the okay. first concert we ever went to. First thing we ever really get into. And Chad, was it Heidi from Butcher Babies? So it was like ABBA, or maybe one of them was all, another it one was, was Air um, Supply. Or it was she, like it was, uh, was it Donnie and uh, what, what were the, the there? She's from Utah, so it was the uh, remember the the guy and the girl they had the Dead like, Sarah. Sister. No, it was like the no, no, that makes it so clear. Uh, yeah. Osmond, uh, the Osmond. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. I'm sorry, yeah. I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about <laughs> who said they love. I, I, I don't know why my brain was like it's a guy and it's a girl and they were. I think you're in the yeah. So that so it's funny because you think now they totally their careers are based off very heavy music. Yet, however, they started off on the soft side of things. And I think as we all get older, and you guys know is like. Michael, you now have a, just a, a massive appreciation of Prince as maybe not as Metallica, but you appreciate the guy as an artist. And Xander, you can appreciate obviously the heavy, but you still love your Prince. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. We all go back to, I mean, I still love Cat Stevens and anything I heard in the 70s growing up on like AM radio, you know, but I, <laughs> I'll throw down Slayer as, I, as soon as I wake up. But when I'm going to bed, I'm throwing on, you know, the first Elton John album. So, yeah, but yeah, anyone yeah, that like puts himself into a box, they're gonna they're gonna end up not liking music ever again because they box themselves into something. I would like to say like if uh, I, I don't define music by by genres, I define mm -hmm. music by if, if it's good or not. Yeah, I don't Absolutely. care of genre. I can listen yeah. to hip hop. I can listen to R and B, jazz. If it's good, I listen to it. Yeah, so, as long as it moves you, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah and then yeah. to take a step, just like Justin said, to take a step further, and it's subjective, right? So the idea of yeah. what's good to you might not be good to somebody else, but the what your perfect symbio symbiotic harmony that happened there when she brought in, you know, Prince and you brought in Metallica, and then it became this version of gray in the middle where you're easily uh, your appetite is also 
for destruction. Very good. Yeah. Now, go, circling back to, to the Swedish metal thing, obviously, Sweden is like just legion for having so many great bands, our, our big national, international acts. But you guys keep pounding this one band into our heads called Corroded. What's the story who's, behind it? Who's she? What? Never heard of her. Never heard of her. What's the story behind this band, if you don't mind filling us in? Yeah. Uh, what is the story? They actually stalked the band for, for, for a couple of years, and then, and then they became friends with them, really. So. Okay. <laughs> no, not, not true. Uh, <laughs> We, uh, we actually saw them uh, like walking distance from where we live, like mm -hmm. five minutes. Yeah. That was the first live show. And uh, I kind of fell in love with the sound and everything. Started talking to them and um, yeah, got to know them. We even brought the drummer on Shiprocked. Because oh, wow. Why, why not? Yeah, absolutely. To get a feel for the experience. Yeah, to get a feel for it. And, what was his thoughts on the whole adventure? Oh. He just wants to go back. <laughs> he he uh, keeps repeating all the time. I want to go back. I want to go back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was I was I was I was thinking about the time in 2014 when you kept hounding asked for to get on the ship, and they're like, "If you just stop, we'll let you on." And I know you're always putting, you're always throwing Corroded's name into the hat. Maybe that's the same tactic you need to use. No, no. I would. I would never. <laughs> no, I would no never. never, never. Uh. <laughs> What is that? What, uh, what is beer? <laughs> What's what am I looking there? at? Is that their mug? They have their mug? Yeah, or did you have that mug made? Uh, there's only 12 in the world. I have and six. you have all 12 of them, I assume. No, I have six. <laughs> all right, very good. Drummer, what happened to the other six? Were they gifted? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so okay. So let's talk about gifting and uh, things in multiple. Uh, can you please explain all of those wristbands hanging from your ceiling, please? Like thousands of them. Holy crap! Do we have to read every one? Or no? Uh, I just we. I kind of like uh, to know how you came on those, and uh, even more importantly, with all your travels, how did you even hang on to them? <laughs> I would have lost those things in every airport known to man. I would have dropped. God have knows. To ask my wife about that because she's she's the. She's the talented one keeping everything. I, I'm the caretaker. I can I take care of stuff. Sure. I just toss things while we're traveling, and I just pick it up and put it in my suitcase. And then <laughs> sneak it into his because I'm overweight, so I have to sneak it back into his. And it, it's tricky. Yeah, it's something you learn. It's a marriage thing. Sure. Now, and those you basically, I mean, those are obviously there's there's such a great item to have as collectibles for for people, and it's a, it's like a little trading program, right? We used to trade tapes, now we just trade wristbands. Um, are there some on there that some of your favorites, as far as the design or the look or just the story behind them? Are they well, all equally cherished? I think ours are the favorite ones, as we had always a Swedish saying on the inside mm -hmm. that the recipients had to read out to us and we had to grade it if it was good enough for them to get it. So, there oh, was so you always... made them earn it, yeah. Oh, yeah, I th that's the best way to get anything is to earn it. I mean, yeah, people just kind of put them on your hand. I'm like, I, I got no effort behind this one, man. Mostly people just go around, ah, take these, take these, take these. And we were like, no. Yeah, ours, yeah, ours you have to earn by, by yeah. speaking with Yeah. Yeah. Vårt pratat svenska är ju superlätt. Det kan ju nästan vara enda människa i hela Sverige. What? 
Yeah. <laughs> That's what she uh, said. I was going to pretend yeah, that. I was I'm like, going, yeah. I'm wait, going. No, wait. Can, you, can, you, can you say that one more time slowly so we can understand and then tell us what you said? Because it was uh, sounded pretty hot, dude. Chad, do it snuggy. Chad, do our snuggy. Chad, do our snuggy. Chad, do our snuggy. Not snuggy. Snug. Snug? Snug. What is that? It means you're, it? you're good looking. Oh, oh, as you're lying to me, I, think, I feel like it's like Chad, is a, Chad, Chad is a piece of shit. Is a, that's probably what that means, right? I know it's fine. Those so those those wristbands, Justin. Like uh, I've I've come home with like suitcases that have like a whole compartment full of them, right? You mm-hmm. know, I have yeah. them. They're in this in this. I don't want to pull them out because nobody can see it anyways. But since we can't, yeah, some okay. of our uh, uh, our listeners who might not even be familiar with the ship in general might not know what we're talking about. On the ship, there's this sort of like currency of friendship that they give out throughout the course of uh, the sailing procedure, if you will. And they're in the form of what most people would refer to as the Live Strong type of bracelet that um, it was made famous uh, years ago um, for testicular cancer, right? Justin, yeah, they're Lance Armstrong. Mm-hmm. Lance Armstrong, that's right. So the uh, the ship rockers, they have them made before the ship uh, to kind of like uh, tell a story of where they're from. Where they're passing around their camaraderie with a, you know, a, a rubber band that says Detroit or Cleveland or, or Sweden in this case. And we've collected them all as ship rockers. And I'm looking, we're looking at their wall here that seemingly has thousands of them. They all look different. Um, One of the things I did want to ask about this collection process is upon what, Justin, do you know how it started? Like, does anybody really know why it's that version of, of a gifting? All all I knew it was like, basically a few people start out with t-shirts. That's not cost effective. Wristbands are, yeah, yeah, for sure. Wristbands are, and then you have deviations from that. You like uh, Keith Walker has like no fucks given coins he hands out to people, yeah, and then you've got the bands, but the bands are always great because you have like you know, and it's everyone becomes their own little we're all united, we're all united as ship rockers, but everyone has their own little click. You know, this is the Texas chapter and Michigan chapter, and the state flag kind of is woven in there, so I think it's just about it's just about identifying everyone and. And doing that, but I think it's great. If people go around and collect every 50, every fifty states, and then go and find the ones that are from like Australia and France and Sweden, things like that. That should be right there. That should be the the, the scavenger hunt. That was exactly oh, yeah. 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 I think there should be something. I mean, we're just riffing here live, yeah, uh, with the yeah. Swedes. But this is a this is an interesting situation. I don't think there's any other version of this. Besides, like when we were in school, maybe, and I don't know if it was like that in Sweden, but you would get like, uh, you know, like some sort of trinket from your friend or whatever that you guys would wear around that maybe identified that this is your friend, like you guys were in the same friendship bracelet group or whatever it is. And I think that there's something so endearing about that as adults. Uh, I mean, we're talking like straight up adults that are uh, that are like gifting sorry, friendships, sorry. And, and there's no other. I don't think there's no another version of of what this community is that I've seen in the 14 years of being in a touring band, um, like the ship in general, and specifically like the, uh, the honor of getting a gift from 
somebody like a group like the Swedes, you know, it comes, like you said, you're actually putting some people through the test to get the ringer and putting like, and the idea of a game of collecting them through putting people through the test is like a really, really unique idea. I just wanted to celebrate this uh, idea that you guys have. Yeah. 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 yeah, You got to earn this margarita, Chad. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think? What do you think the prize should be? Sweets. What would you like the uh, prize to be? Another margarita. <laughs> okay. Easy. Sure. Sure. There's the your prize. Yeah. For getting all, all the, the from the scavenger hunts. Yeah. So we're getting like 60, 70 bracelets. That's worthy of like a $25 to $50 bar tab right there. Yeah. I mean, so you're logging you a lot of miles. And, yeah. And if you, if you collect uh, 300, you might get a uh, Swedes jersey. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh, no. Wow. No, man. That's no. that's too much. There are people right now already like cementing that in their head. You can't do that. No. <laughs> First thing they say when they see you as they're walking under the gangway is like, go to get that jersey this year, buddy. Yeah. yeah. Like, fuck. Yeah. Shouldn't have said that. So, guys. And then that like the bench. No. So let, let's go. break away from the cruise for a second. This 2020, obviously, we've been shut down from live shows, other than some a few drive-in shows, which have been kind of popular here. Chad's actually put some on up there as a, a promoter up in the Detroit area. Um, they happen down in Texas, New Orleans here as well. Uh, what have you guys been doing as far as like uh, local bands play there? You guys have tribute cover bands that play small gigs, or, or just everything, just nothing. We had uh, we had from from like March uh, no May to uh, like September. There was a small pub in in the suburb where I live in. It's called Fredas Mangel. They were always every Friday. They had a death metal or grindcore metal band playing amateurs. So they, it, it's just a, a metal club, really. So, but but they had it going all summer every Friday. Hmm. But, people uh, showing up. I don't know the the. We, I, I'm not as privy to uh, what Sweden's uh, lockdowns orders was. I know there wasn't any right for a while, and no, now there is or no, something. No. Not, not not a lockdown like like you had, but uh, we have recommendations. Recommendations, but uh, it's actually people can go to IKEA and buy furniture. But if someone in IKEA breaks out an acoustic guitar and starts playing, everybody has to go up. What really? if it was made in IKEA? What if that's an IKEA guitar? Yeah, but they don't. I get what you're saying. <laughs> yes. The, yes. The so basically, the, people are divided, d- defined by something as an activity instead yeah, of yeah. the destination. Oh. Got it. Okay. Okay. The last, so, the last ba- five gig we uh, we had was actually my uh, 50, but it, yeah, it was 50 birthday. Yeah, uh, birthday. Uh, 50 people was the maximum, and we were 50 people exactly. We threw one guy out. And Corroded was playing, so that was awesome. <laughs> uh, not welcome, that guy, or he just no, he, he was he was too drunk. Yeah. <laughs> oh, even, good call. Even for how does, a, you know. how does that work with you, bunch? Just imagine. I can't. you I think you get like or, shunned from the whole yeah. the whole country. Yeah, was he on fire? How do you just, how do you pick him out from the bunch? No, you, you, you just put him on a rug and drag him out. <laughs> <laughs> horse and buggy so, style i love it <laughs> yeah so so going to the 20 so going to 2021 then do you guys foresee i mean no one can crystal ball this do you guys foresee kind of opening up a little bit more where you can have like regular shows or at least you know able the ability to go to them at any point 
We don't well, know yet. No, we don't know. Maybe we're hoping for like uh, this. The first half year of twenty one will be uh, similar. I think it's okay. going to open up in during summer a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Hoping for Sweden. Hoping rock. for Sweden rock. Yeah, yeah that's oh, in nice. June. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, we're looking at a late summer thing for some of the fests here, and then maybe some proper touring come the fall again. This is a. It feels like a week to week situation at this point. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. All right, this said, let's put the live show thing aside. In 2020, what bands dropped new albums that went, make you went, make you kind of say, wow, I'm, I'm, you know, that one blew me away this year. What album by one? What, what, what band dropped an album this year that you guys all liked? That we all liked. Well, not together. I mean, like your individual <laughs> taste. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay. Motionless yeah. and right. Oh, the Motionless and Right record. Okay. The... Are you are you referring to the uh, the redid uh, reimagined versions of the songs for Motionless White? Yeah, the one that was called. Uh, I think actually that was nineteen. Was it nineteen? Could be. Okay, it's all a blur. I'm sorry. It's 2020. Uh, it's a yeah, blur. But, but it's still a good. <laughs> if you haven't heard that Motionless and White record of the re- reimagined versions of some of those songs, it is awesome. Yeah, and their cover of somebody told me. Uh, we're, we're, let's get a let's get a judge's decision on this. A judge from, yeah, you're good with the that. Future? Okay, we're good. Yeah, the yeah. judge <laughs> judge is ruling. You're good with that. So okay, motionless and white. Okay, what else, folks? What else? Okay, I would say Raven Black, a new band I found this yeah. summer. Raven Black. Wow, they're yeah. awesome. Yeah, they have they a new album. Out, they called it uh, the new album was called The Key. Okay. Was, wow, blew me away. Raven Black. Yeah, yeah, they're set to go on a lot of tours uh, this this year. They were set to go out with Black Veil Brides and some other bands. So yeah, they'll yeah. they'll be around in 2021 for sure, for oh. sure. Mike, dare I ask, what blew you away this year? I would say uh, Avatar's new album. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's a good yeah. one. That's a good one. Those guys are but, awesome yeah. people. But there's yeah. also uh, another band that I really love, and they just released a, a live thing called Dump Truck. Live. <laughs> You're so kind, Michael. <laughs> are, are, are you calling? Are you referring? Uh, you guys were actually at that show, which is pretty yeah, pretty we're... remarkable. Um, not to, to take the uh, take a moment here, but uh, thanks for coming out to that, and that's cool that you mentioned it. I don't even know what he's talking about, but whatever. Uh, Wilson has a, has a live chat, 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 chat. <laughs> uh, okay, let me tell you about it. <laughs> work, work with me, buddy. Work with me. <laughs> I, I'm like, oh, I don't, maybe he doesn't. I don't know. <laughs> We're waiting for one more answer. We've got four. Really? I, mean, I don't know. Too much good music. Yes, for she prefers uh, not to answer. Mm. Chalk that one up to uh, Raven Black or um, uh, what was the other one? Avatar. We're going to give that one to Wilson. We're going to give that one to Wilson. (laughs) (laughs) One question I do have before we move into the the walk the the plank section here. And I I don't know if you have anything else, Justin, before we move there. But I've got so many questions to these guys. I don't even know where to start. But I, by yeah, all means, same. I love uh, Swedish metal in particular, and I didn't hear you guys mention a few names. And I wondered how that if it if it's the same sort of like feeling as like is in flames like gods there, and, you know, like at the gates and Meshuggah and things like that. Are they like as like the metal community everywhere else that I know of considers them uh, to be you know pioneers of not only just a sound but also like 
um, you know, paving the way for heavier music in general to just work in a larger setting. How do you guys view bands like that there? I would say like uh, Inflames really big. Yeah. Yeah. They have uh, they have their own festival in Sweden. That's right. So they they are big, but uh, the other bands you mentioned, they're they're mostly just just uh, for the the really into it metal fans. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Uh, huh. And then if, if I can mention Avatar in this uh, context, it would, it would be like no. they they're not that big in Sweden. We, we have never heard of them before they went on Shiprock. Oh, I have, but yeah, yeah. But they're a small band. They play small venues, and yeah, you know, they're really they're small venues in Sweden. Mm-hmm. What about yeah. like Sabaton or Opeth, you know, stuff like that? Uh, Sabaton uh, is, I think Sabaton is bigger yeah. outside Sweden yeah. than they are inside Sweden. Even gotcha. though they are like the only like heavy metal band that put out an actual album only in Swedish. Even, even though they did that, they're bigger, like in Germany, Poland. The biggest crowd for Sabaton is, is Poland. Yeah. yeah. Czech mm-hmm. Republic, the Eastern... Uh, states and it that's interesting uh, like a like uh i'm on a marth yeah uh, really big abroad like japan u.s yeah and in sweden yeah they're big but they're not that big no and may it's we funny. add that one of the members of the monomarth is our neighbor actually which one yeah. oh, oh okay yeah that's so funny <laughs> Let me know. So let me ask, but Sabaton's funny because, quite honestly, they're kind of like the European Five Finger Death Punch. You know, big, bombastic, kind of like they have that kind of military kind of feel to them, you know, that very, like, it feels like every song sounds like it's going into warfare kind of thing. That's their thing, too, with the tank and everything, but yeah. Every every song, if you listen to the lyrics, every song Sabaton puts out is military lyrics. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like about tanks. Sweden were like really big. Uh, uh-huh. We uh, were marching into Turkey. We had parts of Russia. Uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's not like that anymore. Yeah, it's it's uh, interesting though. You guys mentioned how some of those bands really break outside of the country because there's plenty of U.S. bands that really broke big. I mean, we've got two bands like Alter Bridge and and Blackstone Cherry are massive in England. They're sizable bands here. Don't get me wrong. They can put them in the seats, but they're, they're Wembley arena bands. And it's always kind of funny that there's this, it's just a, the smallest little thing that makes them that way, that there's a certain sound or something or whatever that is the way the winds are blowing. And it's, so it's interesting to hear a band like Meshuggah, who we look over here is like, obviously they're very underground regardless, but they're still, they're always on the tip of people's tongues who like metal. Um, to, to realize that they're only for the really the real heavy heavy people over there. They're not some like household thing like you know like you can't walk into your grandparents and go, eh, what did you do this weekend? You know, Sven or I don't even know is that a name? Um, and go, oh, I went and saw my sugar. Oh yes, I've heard of them. No, yeah. <laughs> no, my sugar. You don't slip now. You know that's that that's like yeah. how, like how that band influenced. You know, American sure they're metal. Nice yeah, boy bands. yeah. They're very nice boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> very, very charming, good. charming. Our uh, our bass player James, he is uh oh, and Jason, but mostly James is a one hundred percent like Swedish metal fan. Like he he fucking loves Mashuga, and he fucking loves like In Flames, and, and like when we it's time it was his time to drive. It was like. 
And don't get me wrong, I love Meshuggah sometimes, but not like <laughs> two hours straight of Meshuggah. It's his like driving shift at three o'clock in the morning, and you're just I'm like, oh my god, dude. <laughs> but uh, did he put Meshuggah on when you had your really wet uh, laundry? Uh, maybe, uh, he probably. Make He's probably just looking at me suffering with the, the machine <laughs> in his in his ear his earphones. He's like, that's funny that he can't get his laundry out of that laundry machine. <laughs> As like <laughs> silently in the background. <laughs> well, it, it was it was a funny story when we uh came back from yeah. the in Sweden and uh, I was pretty drunk. You were probably sober because it was like three in the morning. I was sober. I yeah. was a sober one. I, dro- I, I remember I, I got us heat there. Real quick on the story, uh, M- Michael when Wilson was touring with Hailstorm and Nothing More in overseas. We played Sweden, and he allowed our stinky buttholes to come to stay at their home, which is super kind. And uh, that night, everybody kept drinking and partying, and I was like, I gotta do, um, I gotta do laundry because like I can't, I can't. I don't feel comfortable being around other human beings right now and the clothes that are, I have because they're all fucking disgusting. As I'm going to do the laundry, I put the laundry in the laundry machine. Mind you, I'm using a laundry machine, I think, for the first time in... Yeah, it's the first load of laundry I did on that entire tour at that point in time. And I had no idea how to use a Sweden Swedish laundry machine or whatever the fuck that was. And I put the <laughs> laundry in, started it, and it just stopped. It just locked. Actually, was he wasn't like, there to show you how it's done. Yeah, I was. because they, that's they what did, he told in his, me. In defense, they gave me extremely clear details, and then I said, "Got it." And then I walked right up into the. You had to leave the house, go up this little uh, hill thing, and when you got up there, you opened up the door and you go into the laundry room that was up there. And I looked at the machine. I was like, "That's just not going to work for me." I don't remember anything you <laughs> said, and it doesn't even make sense. And I'm looking at. I just went for it, put my laundry in there and hit start. And then it just never stopped, I guess. I don't really know. Uh, And my laundry was stuck in there for how do we get that out? Do we have to break it? Uh, I I went to uh, get the crowbar, but uh, it was my parents' washing machine that you That's right. Uh, But uh, then finally we figured out to, uh, yeah, cut the power and we finally got the the washed clothes out, but they were not dry at all they're not dry <laughs> yeah so you had to you had to hang them in the in the tour bus coming to yeah. Denmark or we're going to the next show and I just have a bag full of wet laundry I'm like doesn't yeah. really matter at this point it all smells like shit again what uh, was that all of Chad's denim vest that kind of got everything crunked up yeah I think it, it was, was like some dirty socks and whatnot yeah the whitey tighties <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. but I remember they were black but, yeah, awesome. They were. <laughs> awesome. Well, so guys, before we're gonna we're getting ready to do this walk the plank segment with you, but you guys, obviously, we've got another a little over a year before we do uh, uh, ship rocked again. And so, how are you guys gonna spend that time besides working and going about your daily lives? I mean, is it gonna be is it mentally gonna be hard to say oh, it's gonna be another year, or is it just something? Hey, we'll get there as soon as we can. Yeah, I'll say we'll, we'll we'll get there. No, no rush. Actually, okay. it's, it, it, it's kind of it's it's it feels better now than than if we were going in May, like it was the first yeah. change. 
yeah. when when they when they changed from May to uh, 22, that was like, yeah, thank you. So so. Um, <laughs> No, yeah, we were, listen, we were really, obviously, we moved it to January to May. We're like, okay, there's some room, the relief. And then when we moved it again, we thought, yeah, we didn't ever want to water down this experience at all. So moving it was just a smart move because we want everyone to come back and feel like it's, hey, this is how it's always been. It yeah. feels comfortable and normal, so it's good. So it's best to take that year or so. Um, well, that's great to hear. And listen, guys, before we start this, Chad and I and everyone at Aspel, we can't thank you enough for always coming on and just being such a great, you're part of the fabric now of what this cruise is. And uh, you guys have helped create other little bands of people that create their own little crew. And I mean, we used to have the Red Crew um, for a long time, and they're still around here and there. Chewy and all those guys kind of started. Red Thunder. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah the, there we go. The Red Thunder guys. And yeah. But you guys have, have been with us and doing it, and we just, we love you guys so much. And you guys are always just, always on our minds when we're, when we're doing Strip Rock. And, and uh, we really appreciate you guys' friendship and your love and loyalty to the crew. So we thank you. And we love you, Strip Rock. Yeah. Yeah. And as Thank you see, you. we're ready for Mexico. <laughs> as you already got the hat, dude. Yeah. 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 You're ready. Good luck getting that on the plane, but I Godspeed. <laughs> Actually, I, I, I bought this in Mexico when we were there. Just buy another one. They could use the commerce. No, it's it's foldable. Yeah. Okay, there you it's go. Foldable. <laughs> yeah. There is not another one of those hats coming into my home, okay? Yeah. Uh, hey, real quick, before we start these questions, Pear, can you move a little bit to the side? I mean, we can see it, and eventually this will be a viewable thing. The picture back there with, with Michael and Chris from Five Finger and Chris's yeah. beard as his mustache is classic. That's a keeper. What a picture, so man. Cool. What a picture. And you, got, and you got the Shiprock flag back there, too. Wow. I didn't yeah. see those things until this now. That's cool. Yeah. The man cave. A painting, actually, it's a real painting made. That's from a, a wait. That's a painting. That's not a picture. No, it's a painting. The, even fuck. Swedish artist who is called Peter yeah. Eugene, uh, who has made some other really great artwork. But his mother nagged him to do this portrait of Michael and Chris Kale. And that's so cool. So he got it for his birthday. That is amazing. That is so amazing. Well, very cool. Well, listen, so, there you go. Wise man. Uh, so what it is, guys, this is called Walk the Plank. We ask you four questions, and it could be anything. And we just want your organic answer to it. Don't have to overthink it. Just give us whatever you think and feel. So, Chad, if you want to start with the first question, then whoever you want it to go to. Who wants to start? Uh, this is a this is an overall. Who wants to go first? I'm not going to tell you the question answer. Just I can go first. All right. All, <laughs> All right. right. So the the question I have is so <laughs> oh, no. if you got cremated, if you passed away and you were chosen, you chose to be cremated. Where would you spread your ashes and why? Uh, actually, in a very big cemetery right next to us, um, right next to Greta Garbo. Oh, cool. Really? Yeah. Very good. That's awesome. I like right. that. Yeah. Okay, Pear. I got Pear. I'm, I'm throwing you up on next, buddy. You ready? Thank you. What temptation do you try the hardest to resist? Sugar. Sugar. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's so of all kinds? I, I, I live on sugar. <laughs> I, I can't live without sugar. But I'm trying to not to eat sugar, but 
Uh, no, it's it's too hard to resist. It, what so. what what do you have to do on a daily basis in order to curb that appetite for it? Work harder. Is there a substitute <laughs> for you that you use? As long as I work, I cannot eat. Right. <laughs> so I have to have That's a break right. to eat. <laughs> sure. No breaks today, coach. <laughs> Some people, some people use like, Oh, I can't have that. So I'll do honey instead, or I'll do maple syrup or whatever. Something a little, maybe healthier. Is there something like that for you? Or is yeah. it just, I got to cut it out completely. No, I got to cut down sugar, but I, I can't. It, that's, it's impossible. All right. Well, you, you know, YOLO, but anyway, um, <laughs> It's true. You do only live once. <laughs> you only live once. <laughs> Michael, I'm going to give you this question. You only live once? Uh, we actually we don't know. You know what? We, we don't, don't we do know. not know. Yeah, yeah. Because I, if we I don't, though. Ticket, I bought a ticket from a guy on the street, and he said it was like my second life. So I think I had two lives. Okay. No. Okay. Okay. I'm not sure. It was really so my my question to you, Michael, is: so say you owned a cruise ship, your own cruise ship. Okay. What would you name it? That's so easy. Sweet rocked. Sweet rocked. <laughs> All right. And sub question: How big would the cruise ship be? As I mean, how many people do you, would you have on uh, your capacity limit to be? No, it's my question. Uh, about uh, I would say about two thousand people maximum. Okay, water slider, no. Uh, yes, definitely. Oh, all right, okay. that's what I want to hear. And, and all right, the would be a lot of cowbell. Have you guys so ever sorry. seen anyone? <laughs> have you guys ever seen anyone use the water slide on the ships? I've uh, never I, been privy. Have, have you? Well, you guys have done it. Yeah, I just come at the wrong fucking times or something. I don't know. Yeah, but, okay. But the, thing is, the thing is, we we don't have our yellow shirts on. Yeah. We just look yeah. like regular Americans sliding down. Well, yeah. no, I always look when I when you guys don't have it on, and, and some of our other friends from Europe when they're not having their jersey or something that's symbolic of who they are. I always just look for the man, the European mankinis. You know, <laughs> we, we actually have Europeans aren't afraid to wear, you know, like speedos or whatever. That's just part of the culture. Americans, we have to, you know, some of them have to wear shorts past their knees because they're whatever reason. Um, because they got long yeah. dongs, brah. That's why, yeah, that's sweet wang, bro. <laughs> <laughs> caught the king from Avatar on the beach, he was uh, sunbathing. Uh-huh. String underwear. Thong. Thong. Oh, wow. <laughs> Man. Oh, that's typical Swedish. Yeah. It's a good thing we have all you can drink buffets there. <laughs> 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 anyway, uh, young lady hiding in the back. I'm <laughs> there you are. Answer, I'm going to answer for Annalie because she's not comfortable answering for answering. Okay, Annalie. Okay. Annalie, I am speaking through your median. Okay, here's the question. Speaking of medium, what's been the most spiritual experience of your life? Shipwrecked. 
oh, that's such a she great answer, answer for herself. That's amazing. That is <laughs> gift wrapped. That is a gift wrapped answer. Yeah. And, but you guys, you guys aren't wrong because quite honestly, there's times I get on there and it feels like I'm levitating the whole week, man. Cause it's a blast. We work our ass off all year to get it ready and going. And when it happens, you're like church is in session, baby. And it's amazing yeah. feeling. So, uh, and the captain is our preacher. Yep. Yeah, yeah, he's he can be that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, the he's giving a sermon. <laughs> yeah, he is the creator. We will give him the uh, the. We'll give him the. Uh, he is the creator for sure. Yeah. But listen, guys. Once again, I can't reiterate enough. Thank you for joining us in this this year end special with us. You guys are going to make. You guys have already started off our new year. What's going to come? It's going to happen, Chad. New Year's going to happen. Um, and we could have ended this year better and we can't start it better than talking with you guys. Cause you guys are fucking amazing. And again, we love you guys. It's going to be a long year, but we'll get there quick enough. And hopefully, hopefully maybe we can revisit you guys, uh, in the middle of the year. We'll just do a round two with you guys and see where everything's at. Okay. Is that cool? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Awesome. Midsummer would be a great, yeah, we'll talk to you. We'll call you after Sweden rock. You can tell us how it went. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, Chad, did you have anything? Summer, to... some summer solstice. Do what now? Yeah. Summer oh, solstice. yeah. If you yeah. guys could do this outside, if you could somehow transmit outside while that's happening, we we really we would really appreciate it. Um, Chad, do you have anything yeah. to add, buddy? Yeah. No, man. No, I just no. wanted to say uh, to reiterate what Justin said. You guys are the shit, and it it really takes it, it takes our it takes my breath away. It takes our breath away to know that there's people like you and the ship rockers that you embolden just by being uh, such incredible humans to be around with. So yeah. thank you for being here oh, today. Yeah. Thank, you right. thank, thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Awesome. Absolutely. So Listen, before we say, before we sign off here, guys, uh, I got to do a little sales pitch. Uh, obviously, Shiprock 2021 is now Shiprock 2022 in January. There are cabins available. So go to shiprock.com and book yours. And if you go to some of our forums and Facebook, you can find cabin mate searches and everything. If, you, uh, if you're going to go solo, you can find people to buddy up with. They might be a stranger for about five minutes, but then they're going to be your best buddy. What do you got rolling there? You got your hat on, Shiprock hat? God, that guy's got more hats. <laughs> I, I was just going to say, if, if you don't get a cabin, just keep emailing, emailing, emailing. <laughs> there you go. There you go. He's got the pathway for you. Just hit him up about 10 to 12 times. Eventually, you'll find something. Um, also, to you guys, if you go to our merch store, ask4.com-store, uh, I think you can go there. Or you can probably just find it through shiprock.com. We have a new yeah. merch out, including leggings for your undergarments. Sweet wang. Sweet wang. So we got leggings. We've got jerseys. We've got... There it is. Look oh, at those oh, God's oh. sakes. There you go. Man, you guys are seeing this. You guys are walking merch store for us. Uh, so we've got the, what are you getting ready to do? What am I seeing? Oh, oh corroded. corroded. <laughs> I'm just really warm. Dear corroded. All right. So no, listen guys, we've got jerseys, we've got hoodies and we've got the brand new fuck 2020 shirts that are out. Those are limited That's edition. Awesome. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, so, Oh, perfect. We love it. Um, so, guys, check that stuff out. Um, listen, on um, behalf of myself and Chad and the Ask For group, including uh, our producer, Al, our engineer, Jennifer, our show coordinator, Heather, 
And of course, the captain, Alan Koenig, we appreciate you guys for joining us. Please subscribe, rate, review us, and then tell all your friends. Just to let you know, we are part of the Sound Talent Media Group. Props to you guys in, uh, in Sweden, the Swedes. Thank you so much again. <laughs> Love it. Love it. You guys are so loud. You actually knocked out the sound. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> we love it, guys. Listen, be safe. Take care. We'll see you guys again in 2021, okay? Cheers. Cheers. All right, cheers. Bye, Skull. Bye, guys. Cobain. Of George Michael, of Otis Redding, of Amy Winehouse, of Michael Hutchins, Bob Marley. This is the story of Prince. It's a new podcast series. About how they died, why they died, and why we're still talking about them so long after. It's like nothing you've ever heard before. It's storytelling. But it's more than that, because rock stars... They tell us how we feel. They change our mood. They change the clothes we wear. The people we hang out with. The way we remember things. It's them who give us those ludicrous moments. The ones where you're... Jumping around, singing your heart out, feeling understood. And it's those moments we'll help you remember. The ones you're thinking about right now. That feeling. That feeling. It's coming soon from Crowd Network. Just search for Death of a Rockstar on your podcast app. And subscribe now.